Welcome inside the Colts radio studio. Joining us now, the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts going into his third year. Welcome, Rodrigo Blankenship out of Georgia. Hot Rod, welcome back, man. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, first off, let, let's uh, pick up with the, the kicking competition in training camp between yourself and Jake Verity. You win it. Not foreign to you, right? You you had to, to win these kicking battles in the past. How did that go? And then what do you think it boiled down to in terms of of your consistency to make this team once again yeah I mean you know I'm no stranger to competition um you know going back to my time at the University of Georgia I was in uh, several kicking battles um in my years there as well so right um you know I think that that really kind of prepared me for you know life in the NFL and you know there's guys there's only so many positions only so many jobs available and so you know there's a lot of guys a lot of really talented guys that are competing for those spots and uh, Jake is one of them you know he's an incredibly talented um, kicker in his own right Um, so you know it's definitely a Definitely not easy. Um, definitely had to earn it every single day because you know he was bringing the juice every day, and so I, you know, had to try and match that or exceed it every single day at practice that we were competing. Um, you know, so he is a you know really incredible kicker, um, and you know I, I don't think that this will be the last time that we hear from him. I definitely think he's going to have opportunities to make noise um, in some other places, um, but ultimately I think mm-hmm. it just kind of came down to you know just being being more consistent. Uh, you know, just you know ha- having a you know higher standard of. Uh, performance that I was bringing to practice every day and just consistently, um, you know, being the top performer, I think, is ultimately um, what did it. Yeah, that's Jake Verity that you speak of. For those that don't know, what's it like to be in a kicking battle? Can can you summarize that? (laughs) I know it's a loaded question, but for those that don't know how intense that is, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, when when you have another guy there, um, you know, it definitely is a little bit puts you in a little bit different headspace. Um, you know, I, I kind of think like, you know, if when it's when it's just you, you know, if, if we kick, you know, ten field goals in a script or whatever. Right. And and you make all ten kicks, you know, when it's just you, you're feeling pretty good. You're like, man, I just made a hundred percent. Um, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that. But if there's another guy there, you know, you could make all of your kicks and he also makes all of his kicks, you know, then you're like, Oh man, you know, like I made all my kicks and, you know, that was only good enough to tie kind of meant to, you know and, and so it's just you know kind of puts you in a little bit different headspace where sure um you know like you can you can do your best and sometimes you still feel like maybe that's not quite cutting it you know so you have to you know even further elevate and even further try and raise your game mm-hmm. uh the next time out so um and you know and that's how it should be you know that's what competition should do competition should bring out the best in you it right. should you know push you to the very edge every single day and that's how you're going to get better that's rodrigo blankenship with us colts kicker and for those again that don't know it's it's not uncommon for every NFL team to have multiple kickers Mm -hmm. uh, on the roster during the preseason during training camp I mean Adam Vinatieri had a guy in here most years Mm -hmm. do you feel like with that said do you feel like even though it's it's common you feel like you have to come in and reprove yourself every year you have to have this edge about you to start camp every single time out absolutely yeah you know I think that regardless of who you are um, you know you should want to come into camp every season mm-hmm. and, and prove why you belong there, you know, and, and earn your place. Um, you know, I had uh, reshared the story from the Colts announcing officially our 53-man roster, and I said, you know, uh, everything is earned. You know, nothing is given. You have to earn everything in this league. You know, this is the highest level of football. And so, you know, especially for, 
you know, my position where there's only one per team. Right. Um, you know, you absolutely have to come in every year with the mindset that I'm going to earn my keep. I'm going to earn my place here every single year. So, yeah. So with that said, again, I know you have to continue to earn it and you have to continue to prove yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the NFL does, right? Yes. But do you feel like a, a weight's been lifted off your shoulders because you did win that initial kicking battle? Now you can focus on just being the best you can as the only kicker out there on the practice field in the game field? Uh, I definitely think there was a little bit of uh, relief. Yeah. Um, but now now the game's count. It's a different you pressure, know? right? Yeah, now, now it's a different pressure because now, you know, every everything that we're doing from here on out is, um, you know, going to contribute to our goals to, you know, make the playoffs, go to the AFC Championship, go to the Super Bowl. So, right. um, you know, there there was a, a moment of relief, but um, now it's, a like you said, a different kind of pressure because now everything counts. That's Rodrigo Blankenship with us. Take me back to last year. I know that injury in Week 5 ended your season. How, how tough was that last year to deal with the injury, but then no, you just you just couldn't be out there doing your job, you know, with the team that uh, that you started with back in 2020. Yeah, um, you know, I think that mentally and emotionally it was um, was more challenging than it was physically. I mean, mm-hmm. we have we have an incredible sports medicine staff, and you know, our, our trainers, you know, got me on a on a good plan to get me back to being healthy as quickly as possible. Um, you know, but once I had gotten to that point, that was when you know, mentally and emotionally became more challenging because there came a point where I felt like I was healthy and I felt like I was capable of, you know, going back out and, you know, trying to help our team win games and uh, I wasn't out there. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that was most challenging for me. But, um, you know, ultimately I kind of had to remind myself that, you know, this is what the team felt like was best for the team, you know. Um, And so if that meant that I just had to you know, just support the team mm-hmm. um, and just wait for my opportunity, then that's what I had to do because ultimately, you know, our, our management, our coaches felt like, um, you know, that was what was best for the team. And at the end of the day, that's what I care about most. I mean, it was certainly a, an unfortunate situation that happened to you, right? You got injured in, in warm-ups, right, against mm-hmm. the, the Baltimore Ravens or mm-hmm. warming up for that game on Monday night football. Mm-hmm. When, when did you feel like something was a little off uh, throughout the course of that night? Uh, um, I think when we... Was it right away or...? Uh, it, I, I don't know that it was right away, but um, it definitely kind of progressed and, you know, I started to feel... Um, that pain more strongly when we came back out of the locker room, like right before mm-hmm. the opening kickoff. Um, I, I usually hit a few more balls off of uh, off of the sticks right. at that time, leading up to the opening kickoff. And so I think at that point, that was when uh, it became, you know, very intolerable. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a little bit inside football, but you know, last year because of you know the COVID background, you know the radio crew, we still weren't going to games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish you would have texted me or something because we didn't. <laughs> we we, we weren't. Sorry. We weren't at the game, so yeah. to see Rigoberto Sanchez lining up for a field goal, no one had any idea what was going on. So mm-hmm. I'm glad it all worked out for you. Again, coming out of college in 2020, or last year in 2019 at Georgia, from that point on. Right now, where do you think you have improved the most? How do you think your game has suddenly gotten better over the course of three years here? Tough question. I would like to say that, you know, I was like NFL ready the second that I <laughs> finished my college career, but right. that, you know, definitely wasn't the case. Um, I think that something that I've, you know, really had to work on um, looking at my field goal specifically is just elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that was, you know, something that um, weighed heavily into. Uh, my evaluation coming out of college was that I just didn't have the best trajectory um, kicking field goals where, you know, some of my balls would kind of come out low and that gave, you know, teams opportunities to, um, 
you know, get blocks at the line of scrimmage. Um, and I think that, you know, there were a couple examples of that that um, teams looked at where I had a, a kick blocked against South Carolina my senior year and then another one against uh, Missouri my junior year where they were blocked at the line of scrimmage due to, you know, inadequate trajectory. Right. And I think that that's been something that I've had to really work on getting with my um, kicking coach in the off season um, to kind of adjust my swing just a little bit to make sure that I'm getting that is really that good just, elevation at the line of scrimmage. Ball, ball placement or ball striking? Yeah, yeah, just like, kind of like foot placement right. on the ball. and then It sounds also, so easy, but it's not, right? Yeah, yeah, and then also, you know, just the path of your swing sure. getting from the end of your drawback to impact as well. Well, I mean, Sam Ellinger has talked about working with Tom House, the throwing coach, on biomechanics. This is sort of the same, yeah. but just a different body part, right? You're using your leg instead of your arm. Mm-hmm. How long does that take to where the change that is necessary becomes so commonplace you don't even think about the fact that you're doing it differently? Uh, I mean, that takes time. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, you know, you can make a change, you know, and you can see the results of it immediately. But, you know, having developed muscle memory over, that's just it, you know, so many reps, you, you, you're trying to rewrite something that you've been doing for a very long time. So, right. um, you know, I think that it definitely, you know, has taken a significant amount of time to where I feel like that adjustment has been made where I'm consistently getting more elevation and trajectory than I did now compared to my senior year at Georgia. But, you know, this is three years later. No question about it. Rodrigo Blankenship is with us, Colts kicker. Um, Also in the special teams realm, unfortunately, you know, Rigoberto Sanchez went down with that Achilles injury a couple weeks ago during a conditioning drill. Just a really unfortunate accident, just an unfortunate occurrence because of how it happened. A, how's he doing? And then B, you know, just how tough is that to see as his teammate and how valuable he is to this team when he's healthy. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, he's you know he's an incredibly important part of this team. I mean, obviously being an incredible punter, mm-hmm. incredible kickoff specialist, and incredible holder. Um, you know what what he brings on the field is um, you know critical uh, for our team, um, but also off the field. You know, he's an incredible human being. You know, it's uh, really easy to he's really easy to get along with. Um, you know, just a really great guy, and, and we all you know, very much love and care for him. Yeah. Um, so that was very difficult to see um, and what happened. Um, but he, he is doing pretty well. Um, you know, he had his uh, surgery on Friday, um, and he said that it went really well. You know, there were no hiccups there. Um, the operation went clean. So um, that was really encouraging to hear. Um, and I know that uh, my wife, Logan, uh, went over to the Sanchez's house to watch our, our last preseason oh, game nice. with him and Cynthia. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think that really that's just the best thing that we can do right now is, you right. know, just, just support him and encourage him and just let him know um, that we care about him and that we can't wait to have him back because he is, you know, kind of the heart and soul of this team. Yeah. And so we just need to continue to support him however we can. Now you talk about the, the value that he has. I mean, the, one of the biggest values that he has to this team or does for this team is the, is the kickoff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not just... Again, it's it sounds so easier said than done, but the placement on the kickoff so that you can cover it effectively, mm-hmm. and now that's something that you're going to have to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, what what challenges do you foresee in doing that? Because again, that's something that you haven't done to this point in the NFL is the kickoffs. Yeah, um, you know he definitely sets the bar very high. Yeah, um, you know we we like to be aggressive on. You know, on kickoffs, there are some teams that kind of have a little bit different mentality where, um, you know, they may just want to try and hit touchbacks and just, you know, eliminate the possibility for a return 
um, if at all possible. But I know that we like to be a little bit more aggressive. We we want to you know use our kickoff as a weapon and you know try and go on the offensive. And so uh, we like to try and force returns and you know try and make tackles inside the twenty five, inside the twenty, if possible. Right. And you know over the course of a game. That adds up. That's kind of the hidden yardage that no um, that we talk about a lot, um, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely we want to try and use that as a weapon, and it's going to be a tall order because uh, for a majority of my college career, I would just hit touchbacks. You know, I right. was just trying to drive the ball, just get it out of the and, end and zone. You, and you can do that yeah, with and, ease because of how good you are. But how, how mm-hmm. tough is it to strike the ball with enough velocity and force? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, not kicking into the end zone. Yeah, it, right? that's like that sweet spot. Yeah, it's uh, it is a challenge, you know, because you know we want to get you know four point two, four point three <laughs> seconds of hang time <laughs> right. on the kickoff. Right. But you know, it's it's easier to do that when you're just trying to kick it as hard as you can and hit it as far as you can. The hang time just kind of comes along with it. You right. know, if you hit a kickoff seventy five plus yards to the back of the end zone, yeah. you know, well, guess what? They're pretty, at the twenty five. Yeah, they're at the twenty five. But chances are, you've hit a ball that's got around four point two plus seconds of hang time but yeah. you know it's you know it takes more control um you know to be able to hit that same hang time but keep it at the goal line you know mm-hmm. keep it you know anywhere between maybe like two yards deep and say the four yard line you know yeah um because you know just based on you know what what our what our experts tell us our, our analytics guys tell us you know george lee and john park um, you know, they, they kind of dive into all the numbers and that stuff. That's kind of the sweet spot where um, teams are still going to be likely to return the ball. Right. Um, so trying to hit that kind of ball with exceptional hang time but also not blast it out of the end zone <laughs> is definitely a new challenge. Man, it's, it's so much talent. It's like hitting the perfect golf shot, Yeah. you know, for, for those that can understand that. Um, so with Rigo's injury, Matt Hawk is here. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the punter but also your holder. Mm-hmm. How, is, how is that chemistry going on field goals and PAT? with him now being your holder yeah um i think it's been going pretty well um you know matt is uh you know he's professional in every sense of the word Mm -hmm. um you know he he comes to work he's going to get his work done and he's going to do whatever he can to help us get our work done um so uh yeah i think that we've had we've had a pretty smooth transition as smooth as it could be we only had like one day of practice with him before uh the preseason (laughs) you made all your kicks um yeah so knock on wood hopefully we can keep that going (laughs) right um but it's been really good to get to use this week to you know get more of that work in um work him through you know the cadence for our field goal operation um working on the lean just making sure that he's got it just right right um and and he's working real diligently to to get everything right for us. All right, so I, I know the answer to this question is laces out, no duh. But right. for, for, <laughs> for you, what what is the perfect hold? What, uh, is, what does that look like? Uh, I don't know how to – I mean, I can say words now and – you know, what well, does it kinda, lean? Does it lean like, a little bit? It's kind of like this. I know that we, we, we got the cameras in <laughs> we here, right? The cameras, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I think for for any kicker, you usually want a little bit of lean where the top of the ball is slightly towards the holder. Okay. Um, so for me being a right-footed kicker, um, you know, the top of the ball is going to be leaning slightly to the right mm-hmm. uh, towards him. Okay. And then outside of that, that's when you kind of get a little bit of variation. But for me personally, I also like the ball to be leaning slightly forward. Okay. Um, and the thinking there is that, you know, the sweet spot of the ball is kind of the lower third or lower quarter of the football, depending on, you know, if you're a tall guy or a short guy, you yeah. know, if you have a big foot or a small foot, all those kind of factor into where your personal sweet spot on the ball is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be on that lower section of the ball. And so by leaning the ball slightly forward, you kind of expose 
that sweet spot a little bit more. All right. Um, so that's the thinking for me, having it lean slightly it, forward and slightly to the holder. It makes perfect sense, too. Mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot here. I mean, oh, yeah. th- I could I could geek out on this stuff all day, the science of, of football and kicking here. Oh, yeah. Well, I know you got a lot going on, and I appreciate you getting in all of that. But before I let you go, just if you can, talk about you know the, the psyche of this team. Regular season football starts next week. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back road games in the AFC South. Mm-hmm. What is the mentality of this team sort of chomping at the bit, getting ready for this season to get going here? Yeah, I mean, I think that our mentality is like we're ready to you know, go on the offensive, and I think that we're ready to show people what we're all about. Um, we're very excited for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought in a lot of, you know, big-time guys that have played big-time football in their careers, and we're really excited to, you know, have those new pieces to this team, and I think we're ready to yeah. kind of just go out and shock the world and, you know, uh, have a strong start to the season. Have some fun, too. That's Rodrigo Blankenship, Colts kicker, back for year number three. Rod, thanks so much for the time, man. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and best of luck. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me.